Thank you for joining another episode. I'm glad to be sitting with you again, just talking it out, figuring stuff out, questioning stuff, all the good things in life um, with walking into the bliss of unknown. I hope you had or having a wonderful day or night, and I'm glad that you're taking the time to listen again. So let's just take a few moments just to breathe focus on your breathing making sure that every breath is counted for and making sure that every time you breathe is relaxing your body so just take a deep breath and hold it in remind yourself that it's a blessing to be able to hold in that air and that when you exhale that you are letting go of all day's worries you're letting go of all the negative feelings you're letting go of that stress on your body and repeat this as many times as you need to before starting this episode because I want you to come with a clear head an open heart so thank you again for joining me and I hope you enjoy freedom um emphasizing freedom and emphasizing financial separately too you know growing up especially in the middle class you're in that you kind of learn to hold on to your money you learn you're taught to hold on to it and then you're taught to fear of letting it go and it kind of just becomes a cycle and not just yours, but a generational cycle because you've had to learn that from somebody. So um, a lot of times, especially growing up, you know, we weren't struggling financially, but we didn't have financial freedom. So we're kind of in that realm of like, I'm not struggling, but I'm also not like, I'm not as comfortable as I would like to be financially. So, you know, I kind of got into this habit of saving a lot of money and then either spending it all on honestly ridiculous things or like on potential, like very much of a moment type of want. Like I, I saved up and I wanted this and this is just me talking like when I was a kid I would save up to get like a new Xbox or I would save up to get like a new game or I would save up to get these new Jordans that just came out like I would save up to be benefited materialistically so of course that kind of became a pattern with money until and even now I'm still struggling with it whereas like I have to really sit with myself and ask is it something I need or is it something I want? And sadly, a lot of times when we hold on to money so much, our needs mix in with our wants. Like, oh, I want this pill, but I also need it because, you know, it's supposed to help me feel better. 
but a cheaper aspect of that being could you know you could work out or you could run or you can do like something that doesn't cost money but instead it's like I want to get this pill because it's a faster result and it'll make me feel good so that kind of that's where I feel like need and want can get mixed up in or it could be like um honestly with smoking and uh, you know all type of smoking all type of drug use that's where need and want kind of plays into part because it's like a lot of times people say oh yeah I need this is just an example I need weed because it makes me feel good it makes me feel relaxed you know I can focus more I can do I can have a better day when I have a blunt or two even though we know very well that weed is very expensive even for a gram or two or three is you know it's a good dent in your money especially when you're already struggling financially so realistically weed or drug uses is a want it's not a need because we can always find alternatives for that drug but we don't because it's a quicker result it's a quicker benefit than having to work for it so yeah that was kind of like my my pattern my way of thinking was like I didn't really know it wasn't a really clear line between my needs and my wants and it wasn't a clear line of like my relationship with money so definitely ask yourself you know what is my relationship with money what have I seen patterns of not just from myself but from my family from my friends just from people I've been around what is their relationship with money and has that relationship rubbed off on me have my own patterns is it resulting or simply you know being similar to somebody else's pattern so just figure out your relationship with money understand it and also validate it like okay yeah I do have a habit of you know spending a lot of money when I get my first check because like I was taught to like you know use as much as you can before it's taken away from you and you know this validated I'd be like yeah I do that because you know it was a learned habit and I do it because you know it also makes me feel good and sometimes I don't feel good so you know I lead to that you know just validate yourself and accept that don't push it down don't don't make yourself feel bad because you can change it it's not permanent so definitely be honest with yourself and really sit with that idea of like do I have a good relationship with money and what does a good or bad relationship with money look like to me also ask yourself how does money make me feel when I have a like a huge amount of money how do I feel when I have a small amount of money how do I feel and see if it's like a dramatic change like is it really an unhealthy change like are you super happy when you have a lot of money and you're super depressed when you have barely anything and you know a lot of times we can't be dependent on money and I know that's hard to say because life is revolved around money but it's also like you can still be happy when you have nothing or bank account you can still be depressed when you have millions and trillions of money in your bank account because money isn't supposed to be your life source it's not supposed to be what you live life on and what I mean by that is like 
that shouldn't be the reason why you get up every day. That shouldn't be the reason why you're in a good mood today. That shouldn't always be the reason. Because it's not. Money isn't dependable sometimes. Money isn't certain. Money isn't forever. But you, you know, your soul is. But your spirit is forever. What you feel is important to your journey, which is forever. So, yeah. Definitely just ask those questions. Get them out in the air. Write it down. You know, just really look at it. Um, also, you can just ask yourself, too, like, how do you see money? Do you see it as an enemy? Do you see it as an ally? Do you see it as unreliable? Like, describe what money looks like to you. You can even make it into a character, like a cartoon or something. Have a picture of it in your head. Just so it's better to communicate with it. It's better to, like, pinpoint it when you have, like, an image representing money. So, yeah, just a few advice on that. But to continue my story, um, yeah, so growing up was just those habits, those patterns, you know, the uncertainty, the back and forth, the up and down with having it and not having it. And then, obviously, now, the older I get... It just made me question more of like, okay, what is financial freedom? And is it really what I truly, like, is this a true soul need? Like, is my soul needing this or is this because flesh-wise, human-wise, is very uncomfortable for me and I don't like being uncomfortable in my searching for this because I hate this, like, I hate feeling like I don't have freedom Or am I searching for it? Because once I get it, I have all these benefits I can give out to the world. Because, you know, a lot of times money is just, well, not a lot of times, but money is just energy. Just a flow of energy. And we can stop that energy by being greedy, being selfish, being kind of victimizing ourselves with money. Like, oh... Let me save as much as I can because, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go broke. Or let me limit myself. Let me limit my happiness so I can make sure I have this certain amount of money to go, you know, to let me be able to work this week. So, yeah. You have to let the money flow. (laughs) Money is just energy. Whatever attachment you have to it, you need to let it go. Because attachment doesn't allow there to be flow. It doesn't allow it to be movement. So you need to also question yourself, what is my attachment to money? What do I fear when I don't have it? And what do I gain when I do have it? And are, you know, is the gains, are the gains mostly like material is it mostly like flesh benefits, like human flesh? Like, where it's like, how can I say this? Like a benefit that would be considered like a human flesh, like a flesh need is like, okay, well, if I, you know, okay, perfect example. Everybody likes going out to eat. Who doesn't like going out to eat? I mean, it's fun, you get food, you have a good time, great. Do we need to go out every time? No. Is that a need? 
know is that a spiritual need no that's a human flesh we like to go out to eat because most of the times we go out to eat with other people so we excuse like oh this is a great time i'm gonna be with my friends which is validated like yeah you should definitely go out with your friends but it's also like take responsibility of admitting that okay if i go out with my friends then i also need to admit that i'm gonna be broke for the rest of the week and am i okay with that am i okay with that feeling does that is that something i can deal with because you have the freedom to choose whether or not you want to go and if you choose to go then you need to accept what comes with that and if you don't go then you need to accept either maybe alternative like okay i can't go out but you can still come over we can hang out we can watch a movie or like i can cook for you you can cook for me like we can do something free so you know just finding a balance finding a way to like save your money and just think responsibly with it so yeah just remember that money is just energy and money does not define you. The amount of money you have does not define if you're a good or bad person or if you're worthy of living or not. Because even if you have zero in your bank account, you're still worthy of having millions and trillions of money in your bank account. Because you're a human being. And that's, that's, that's enough. Does you being alive is enough and worthy enough to be a better version of yourself. So, to continue, um, freedom, the definition of freedom, that's a hard one, because I'm still learning my definition of what I consider to be freedom, and I sadly am concluding that I don't think we'll really know what freedom is in this grown in this lifetime because I've learned in my classes and just reading that a lot of our freedom depends on others it depends on others in a sense of like being taught being you know sculpt being projected being molded it goes into a lot of like, oh, well, I've learned this from this person. Oh, this person taught me this. And this is what my family does. This is what my friends do. Like, this is freedom for us. It's hard to say like, oh, this is my freedom. This is what I see freedom as. Because it's like, well, what freedom comes with limitations. It does. Because it's like you have to remember that we, we live in a community. So unless you're on your own island... And you can define freedom any type of way because the only one who will be affected is you. But since we live in a community, our definition of freedom will not only affect us, but affect the people around us. Especially when we know that, you know, the process of money is you give and you take. It's just that give and take, give and take pattern. And in order to have that pattern, you have to have another person in that transaction with you. So, financial freedom is kind of contradicting each other. Because I know there's a lot of people who, you know, they want to have their own business. Great, but you also have to realize 
that's that's freedom having a business is freedom because you don't have to quote unquote listen to anybody even though you are in a sense listening to everybody because even more than what you're doing for somebody else's business you have to do that for your own you have to listen to your customers you have to listen to your if you decide to have employees you have to listen to them you have to listen to yourself who is the boss so it's kind of like you're doing the same thing only this time you're in control so that's kind of sense like have your own business is freedom limited freedom and then financially you have to depend on others because your income has to come from someone so it's kind of like the financial freedom definitely contradicts each other but I also 100% know that I know that feeling of wanting to be financially free. I, I know that freedom feels so good. The, the way we picture it, the way we think we understand it, it feels so good. It feels like I need that. I need this freedom that I have in my head. I need it. I need to live it. But sometimes what we want isn't truly what we need, isn't really on our path. A lot of the stuff that we want isn't necessary for our journey in this life. So, sadly, I don't really know what I can say to financial freedom. All I can say is focus on what you can control and that's what you can control is freedom and how you define it and how you want to live by it and how you want to see it. Because financially, this financials in general is not honestly is not the most controllable because it depends on others but at least with freedom you know you can have more you know if control makes you feel more comfortable you're most likely to want to go with freedom because at least it brings you more comfort than trying to figure out financial all that stressful stuff (laughs) um just ask yourself what is freedom to me how does it look like who am I when I'm free what does my life look like when I'm free what am I doing when I'm free and you also sadly have to ask yourself can I live off of that freedom can I live comfortably in my type of freedom is that even possible? Is my freedom realistic? It's just hard questions you have to ask yourself because nobody wants to tell themselves that you, you sadly can't be free the way you want to be because of life restrictions. But it's also a bliss within that realization because you don't have to stress about it no more. You allow yourself to face the truth. And in some way, you find a, a way to be happy within it find a way to be content in the limitations and the restrictions because you know internally you always be free your soul will always be free so don't let your flesh fill you up with the lies that say that you know you're your own slave you're your own negative 
impacted your own struggle, you're not. Because your soul, as long as your soul is free, that's all that matters. Your flesh can think all it's one. You know, your, fle- your flesh will always think the worst. It always think like, poor me, poor me, because we've learned to process like that. But the flesh don't know any limitations. The flesh doesn't have an idea of what restrictions are because it's just an energy. And energy can flow, flow into any space. So focus on, are you spiritually free? Is your soul free? How does it look when your soul is free? How do you feel? What is your definition of it? And can you actually achieve it? Is this achievable to you? And hopefully it is. Hopefully what you define spiritual freedom is something you can achieve because most likely you can, you can achieve it. But it all goes back to your definitions. It all goes back to you, what you believe. I wish I could have more advice. I wish I could tell you, oh yeah, here's these three steps and this is your result and you will be happy. I can't even promise you that because I don't want to base your income with the amount of happiness you will receive. Because within that, that's a lie. Because we see, you know, examples of people with an enormous amount of money. And they're the most depressed people. Or they're most likely suicidal. Or they're just going through the emotions. Because it's like, until you're eternally free, until you have connected with your soul, then you will never know the true meaning of freedom. So, any human gain, any flesh gain, any material gain, if it's not for your soul benefit, then it will never, it will never truly make you happy. So ask yourself, how do I see happiness? What does it look like? How does it make me feel? What's your definition of it? Just ask yourself. How do you see it? And can you achieve it? And does happiness come with being financially free? And if you can find a way to do that, then please, by all means, go and do it. But if you can't find that connection, you have to cut the connection. You have to disconnect it. You have to find another one that's more healthy and more achievable. So don't worry about don't worry about your bank account because as a human as a human need as a human want worry about the amount in your soul worry about the bank account in your soul okay how much money does your soul have does it have an infinite amount of money does it have a negative amount of money get that going increase your soul bank account before you increase anything else because that's what you go that's what you leave with so thank you for joining me again and I'm so grateful sitting with you again and really having you think about not just yourself but your relationship with things
and I hope this helped you in some way and made you feel less alone and know that we are all struggling together and that you're not alone and that somebody has the same amount of money you have in your account good or bad so at least it'll make you feel less alone because I honestly I'm just as confused as you are but this is just my opinions or what I've had you know what I've achieved to know at this point so thank you again And I hope you enjoyed this episode.